T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, back to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into the 8 o'clock hour for the scoreboard show on this Friday night, semifinal Friday night. Around the state of Georgia, the Georgia high school, uh, high school state championships progress. The march toward Mercedes-Benz Stadium takes a big step tonight as the winners will advance the next round. Got a couple of scores you want to enjoy? Yeah, how about this one, Sam? Milton 21, Grayson 14 in the first quarter. Five wow. touchdowns wow. in the first quarter. Man. They are getting off to a fast start in this game. Uh, we also see some other scores. Benedictine is up on Stockbridge, 10-7. That's the second quarter score. And that one, Mill Creek is leading Perry, 10-0. Uh, That's the second quarter score in that one. Tell you what, we got Day-Day Lewis. He's working for us tonight, and he's got an update for us. Let's check in with Day-Day. This is a live sideline report. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, the high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker. Damian Day-Day-Lewis live here in Fairburn, Georgia at Creekside High School. Guys, the Georgia High School Association class 5A semifinal matchup between Creekside and Jefferson. Guys, we're just 12 seconds into the second quarter, and it is Jefferson on top right now, 14-0. Their first score came courtesy of Gavin McCarkey, quarterback, a nice little rollout, and then he would connect with Christopher Law. That put him up 7-0 after the extra point. And then Sammy Brown. Second play, actually first play, I take that back. First play of the second quarter, and Brown rushes 58 yards to the house for a touchdown. And again, now your score, 14-0, Jefferson on top. Just 12 seconds here into the second quarter. For the High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker, I'm Damian Day-Day-Lewis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, thanks a lot, Day-Day. Wasting no time out there. Jefferson taking the lead uh, down playing at Creekside. On a mission. Yes. Coffee. Yeah. On a mission. On a mission. 7 nothing early over Cartersville. Ooh, up at Cartersville. At Cartersville. Benedictine up 10-7 on Stockbridge in the second quarter. That game is in Henry County. Benedictine Man. had to travel a ways. They had to hit. You know what? Two road teams. You talk about both in the lead in those particular games. Another team that traveled away? Yep. Savannah Christian. 24-6 leading Carver in Columbus. That's a long ride from Savannah to Columbus. Woo, baby. I don't know what road you take for that. A lot of I-16. <laughs> a whole lot of it. A whole lot of it. You <laughs> would see that. All right, folks, we mentioned earlier, and uh, I.J. Rosenberg uh, talked a great deal about the person we brought to bring on. Dr. Robin Hines announced this week that he'll be, resi- we'll be retiring next year uh, from being the executive director of the Georgia High School Association. 
And Chris, I don't know how we ought to feel about that. Well, I'm sad for us, but happy for him. Yep. Yeah. Dr. Hines has been fantastic. He really has. Been a tremendous job. And he joins us now on the Scoreboard Show. Dr. Hines, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show on this semifinal Friday night. Yes, I'm your sideline reporter here from Athens at Chris at uh, Prince Avenue, Bryan County, with the score 28 to 0, Prince Avenue. Nine minutes left in the second quarter. They're spreading them out and slinging it everywhere. How about that? <laughs> they got a great quarterback, don't they? They do. Man, they, they do a good job. Sure do. They really do. Yeah, yeah. but thanks for having me on. Oh, you made the announcement this week. I mean, seemed like you you put a lot of a lot of thought into it. And uh, my goodness, how do you step away from something that's that's been uh, something that's been such a big part of your life? Well, you know, I I don't think that I will step away from it. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'll step away eventually from being the executive director, but I will always be involved and help any way that I can, you know, being however that looks and, and what it looks like. But, uh, you know, people, when you talk about retirement, people act like they're planning your funeral or something. <laughs> Not the case at all. You know, I put a soft date of August 1st out there because, you know, we've been working, you know, the uh, National Association of Sports Officials will be coming to Atlanta this July. Yeah. And we will be hosting that event, and, and we've been planning that for about four years. And I certainly want to get through that. But more importantly, when the when the new executive director comes, or, you know, with whoever he or she may be to do that, you know, there's, there's a lot of moving parts in this job, Sam, and, uh, and it'll – certainly benefit and i want to make sure that i'm there long enough to spend some time with them to you know show them where the bodies are buried so to speak and <laughs> and and just continue to support the georgia high school association so you know i could be here as long as up to the end of next year but you know just want to make sure that they have plenty of time to go through the process and get the right person for the hire and, and i certainly want to be available to that person for as long as they need me well, Dr. Hines, uh, Sam called me today and said, hey, we got to get Dr. Hines on. And we talked a little bit about you and the things that you've had to deal with and help and get the state association through in the last seven years, I'd say is unprecedented. You know, obviously starting with COVID, but even now recently to the NIL things. And what was it, Sam? Shot clocks and all kinds of things. Shot clocks and, and, and video review and things that your predecessors never even dreamed of having to deal with. Well, you know, I was just here, the, the guy from the, that's working this game from the GHSA, the crew, is Larry Campbell. We all know Larry Campbell. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Coach from Lincoln County mm-hmm. and all that stuff. We were just talking about that. And he said, I don't know how you do it. All these sports and everything's going on, you know. But but uh, we just had that conversation. There's a whole lot that goes into uh, running an organization like this. And, and it happens because there's great people working. And there's great people on the board of trustees and the executive committee and you know, and to be honest with you, I never really expected to be here for this long. <laughs> but but here I am. I look up and, you know, the I'll tell you what, I was up, uh, you know, we just built a house on Lake Hartwell. It took a long two and a half years to get it done. And I hadn't been there 10 times. You know, we've been in the house for about a year. But I've come up and I've seen my grandson. He played 11 U football, had a great year's team, made it to the Super Bowl. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and uh, you know I've got a granddaughter that's in gymnastics, another in softball. I've got a young grandson who's starting basketball this year. So, 
you know, I, I want to be a part of that. And uh, that's the impetus for what I'm doing. But, you know, I'm not I'm not in a rush to get out the door. I want to make sure that we're in the great greatest shape possible uh, to be continue to be successful. Wow. Uh, well, we just talk about you know, the, the innovations that have been in that uh, you've taken on. And also, when you came in, I dare say, I don't think everybody, but a lot more schools had natural gir- uh, natural grass. Um, everybody's got, got turf because of the additional sports that have come in under your watch, uh, you know, really lacrosse and now girls flag football. Yeah, there's been quite a few things that, that we've done. You know, bass fishing is one. You know, we, we leave the country and – the number of boats we averaged over 250 boats, you know, per uh, qualifying tournament this year. The esports, you know, once again we're leading the country in participation as far as esports has been really good for us. And of course, the girls' flag football has just blown up. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we we and the competition and the strategy and you know what has happened in the growth of that sport and uh you know i think that we're a flagship for that for the entire country there's a lot of things that i'm proud of but you know success doesn't come because of the things that i've done it's come because of those people in that office that do such a great job administering those sports and and the vision that our board has to provide opportunities and a lot of time we forget about this but we're there to provide opportunities for success to young people. You know, we're supposed to be an extension of the classroom. It's a great place for kids to learn great life skills, how to be a leader, how to be a follower, and that sort of thing. And sometimes we get caught up on how much you win or who's going to win a championship. And those things are important as well. But in the big picture, you know, you got to keep the focus. Well, we really appreciate your leadership, Dr. Hines. It's been exciting to be a part of Georgia high school sports uh, for the last 20-something years, but the last seven have really been different and taken off. And uh, whether you want to admit it or not, you've been a big part of that. And Sam and I appreciate you. you really we do. really do. Well, well, I appreciate it. I, you know, I've, I've done my best to, to be transparent and available. I think everybody in the state has my cell phone number. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, I, I just think customer service is really, really important. And, and I can't always give people the answer that they want, but I can give them an answer and explain why things are the way they are and, and the way the bylaws are set up and those sorts of things. And, you know, I've tried to make myself available to everybody. That's from, you know, legislators to superintendents to principals, ADs, individual coaches, and even parents, you know. So uh, it's, it's tough now because your phone rings constantly <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. time. but. But I think if you're going to do a good job in a, in a position like this, you've got to be available, and people need to know you. And, yeah. and that's, that's the thing that I've tried the most to be to the state. We appreciate you. Like you said, your transparency. We appreciate you You're making yourself available to us whenever we called on you, whatever it's been, or it's been something that you've really been excited about or something that's been a bit controversial. Uh, you've been the same. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I can't say how much uh, enough about how much it is truly appreciated um, that you've done that for us. And uh, we appreciate, well, appreciate you guys, too. Now. We, we appreciate your sideline report for us. That was a pretty good report. That was a pretty think? good report. If, if you get bored in retirement, Dr. Hines, we got a spot for you <laughs> on the scoreboard show. <laughs> well, you know, let me tell you what. I failed miserably the last time I retired. <laughs> I absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> and this time... You know, if 
when and if it ever comes, it may be nine months, it may be more than a year. I mean, you know, I'm just not sure right now whatever we need. But I'm going to give myself six months, and I'm not going to do anything except for help the local high school and maybe cut the grass with real hot dogs for the kids. I hear you. <laughs> you might have to get out to the store and change that cell phone number, though, Dr. Hines, because he's not lying. Everybody has his number. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> Dr. Robin Hines, Executive Director, Georgia High School Association, thank you so much for the time tonight. We're going to let you go back and enjoy the game. But thanks so much for spending okay. some time with us on this Friday night. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for all you do for high school sports in this great state of Georgia. We look forward to seeing you over at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in a few nights. Uh, okay. All right. All right. That is Dr. Robin. Always great to catch up with him. Yeah, he really has done a great seven, – seven years of unprecedented things to – not necessarily bad or things – No. COVID is obviously tough, but just the nature of high school sports has changed so drastically. In those seven or eight years with NIL, with added sports. Yeah. Uh, with, but the expectations of people are really high. Yeah. But yep. sometimes there's all these other factors that make it hard to meet their expectations. The equipment that you have to have. you got to get field turf. Now yeah, just a people. tough deal. you got to get the shot clocks inside your gym. And I know we're a football show and everybody talk football, but football is one of 20-some-odd sports Dr. Hines over. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a big organization. Truly is. Truly is. And he's done a remarkable job. All right, folks, um, coming up later this hour, you're going to check in with Jonathan Dwyer, outstanding running back from his days at Kale High School. We're going to talk about that. But up next, we're going to check in some of these scores, get some updates for you. Uh, You'll be amazed at what's happening in some of these games already. Stay with us here on this semifinal Friday night. It's the Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Sports Radio, 99 The Game. 99thegame.com. High School Football Scoreboard Show here on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Boy, we enjoyed talking with Dr. Robin Hines uh, a moment ago about uh, his, his job, seven years, the high school association, what he's done. And then we're looking at Thomas County Central just scores. They're on the, they're on the board over at Marist. So that big crowd that's made their way up, got a little something to shout about uh, tonight as we keep an eye on tabs on the games and also an injury update in the Walton game. Yeah, we got Jeremy Heklinski, the quarterback who I claimed is the best high school player in the state this year, uh, out with an injury. But he looks like, is he back in? Not yet. Okay, he went out for a play, I know. Uh, he was on the field for a minute. Maybe like he got the wind knocked out of him or something. But I think he's back, Sam. All right, all right. He's, he's <laughs> back. He's back. Right, right back. And that's good up. news for the Raiders. That is. That's really good news for them. They had they moving in there up 14-0 in that game. Let's take a look at some other scores. Stockbridge was down to Benedictine. I got a score right now, a second quarter score, let's see, yeah. with them leading 14-10. 14-10, Stockbridge over Benedictine in the second quarter. Yeah, Sam, I, that would be a revenge game. That would be we big. We've talked about those a lot on here yeah. this year. And what I mean by that, for those of you that don't know what I mean, is that Stockbridge lost to Benedictine in the playoffs last year. Benedictine put them out last year. Are they going to put them out two years in a row, or mm. is the revenge game going to happen? Yeah. So the other revenge game, Shalai County and Bowden. Bowden beat them in the state championship game last mm-hmm. year. 14-7 Bowden, second quarter. So Bowden is leading that big matchup, the state championship rematch. Shalai going for the revenge Yep, 14-7. Right down 14-7. 14-7 there. That game is as they play in the, the second winner quarter. The winner of that game would play the winner of Manchester and Telfair County. Manchester up 14-7 right now in the second quarter. That's the second quarter score in that one. Uh, we, got, we got somebody on the board uh, in the Woodward Academy-Douglas County game. Douglas County is up 7-0. That's still first quarter uh, score they're seeing in that particular game. So we're watching uh, for that one. As we mentioned, Thomas County Central is on the board. They're up 7 nothing. On Maris, Cedar Grove and Calvary Day are tied 7-7. That's a second quarter score. Yeah, that's an exciting one. We can keep an eye on. We talked about that. Cedar Grove, the experienced team that expects to be in the championship. Calvary Day, been really good for the last several years, but has not got past here. Something's got to give tonight. What about Rock Mart up 14-3 on Cook? On Cook. Rock Mart trying to get to the state championship game. Yep, yep. They're playing at home tonight, and they're up 14-3 in their contest. Pierce County, all the way down there, Blackshear, they're up 14-0 on Fitzgerald. And Fitzgerald's yeah. a program that's used to being around this time of year. They've been in the state championship game three years in a row, trying to make it four. Pierce County, really, really good. Not so fast. The winner of that Pierce County and Fitzgerald game plays the winner of the Rock Mart and Cook game for the state championship next week. All right. Uh, Brooks County is hosting Swainsboro tonight, uh, way down in Quitman. And right now, Swainsboro has 8-7 lead up by one mm. uh, on, on Brooks County. We got that. that well, it, the Brooks County is 8-5. and five. We always say don't look at the record. Don't no, let, yeah, all you know now is they're in the Final Four. Don't worry that record <laughs> bother you. Uh, Brooks County always tough in the playoffs. Coach Freeman bringing the hammer. Stockbridge just scored again, Sam, 21 21- 10, Whoa. Stockbridge over Benedictine. Benedictine, let me set this up now. Okay, all right. They won 24 games in a row. They're wow. two-time yeah. defending state champ. They're kind of like George, like UGA. They're going yep. for a three-peat. Down 11 in the second quarter to Stockbridge of Henry County, who's never, and I said never, 
played in the state championship game. No, no, but they've had some really good teams. Had some unbelievable teams. Had some but really good teams. You got something brewing here. We got something brewing right here, Dom. We got some brewing. We got coffee leading up at Cartersville. Brewing, get that. You really, hey, how about that? that? Hey, that's that's an award winning line there now. <laughs> and it's way better when you got to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. Coffee is up on Cartersville. Uh, they made a long drive, a long ride to, to get up here, but they're up 7 nothing on Cartersville. Did you tell me all of the coffee people stopped at the Golden Corral? At the Golden Corral up by the battery, up, up here, you know, in, in, uh, in, in Smyrna. They, they stopped there. At the Golden Corral. All them places. They got some good places over there at the battery. Yeah. Pretty good places. Yeah, y'all been to the battery? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but, I've but, never but, been to the Golden Corral by the battery. It's, it's around the corner. It's I mean, that, yeah. you know, so it, 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 they're there. But I'm just They can saying. accommodate the large crowd, though. I guess so. They got the chocolate fountain? They, I think so. But, I mean, I, I hope they called ahead of time. They didn't just roll up. I hope up. they called it. Surely they called ahead of time. they didn't just roll up. <laughs> They'll shut the place down. Well, the cook back in the back will be like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah, the prime rib. They got to get a bunch of stuff ready. They bring all of the whole coffee county. That's Douglas, Georgia. Douglas, Georgia. Bringing them up this way. Man. It's exciting to see the crowds that have traveled, Sam. Mm-hmm. It really you know, is. all joking aside, it's exciting to see some of these pictures of the crowds who have traveled. And, you know, something you kind of took for granted maybe seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. But because of COVID and things like that that have occurred, you know, it's good to see the crowds yeah. really back. Yep, and supporting. And people traveling. And, and traveling and supporting the young people the way, you know, traditionally they have. And what and the way we do it here in Georgia. There's so much passion and excitement. You go from community to community, yes, they show up on a night like tonight. And that's what makes it all special. I'm, I'm looking at this uh, the picture over at Marison. Looking at you this. can't put another person in this stadium. You can't shoehorn another person in this place, man. <laughs> there, there's so many people in this place. It's amazing. They better not bring any fire marshals or anybody out there. My goodness. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, the place is simply packed. But that's what you would, you would expect. You expect that kind of excitement, that kind of enthusiasm. That's what you get, you know, when your team makes it this far. Yeah, and seven nothing. Maris got a long kick return. To give themselves good field position to try to answer, but seven nothing in the first quarter still. Thomas County Central, uh, Mil- Walton up fourteen to nothing on Camden, and Milton and Grayson still twenty one fourteen. Milton with the lead had five touchdowns early, and they've haven't had many touchdowns in the last twenty or thirty minutes. But uh, that's going to be an exciting one to keep up with. The two winners will play for the seven A state championship next. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Wednesday. Not night. next Wednesday, but the Wednesday. Not this coming up Wednesday. Yeah. Ten days from now. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah. 14 days or so. That's, that's the thing. Whatever we count forward, count back. 12 days. Yeah, we, I said 12 anyway, days. So they'll let them in Mercedes Benz Stadium. We get to go in there and and, uh, and we'll have video review. And, not uh, instant replay. Not Do not call it instant replay. It is video, video review. Video review. Video review. And we will have that, um, you know, for those championship games. And hopefully we won't have any, you know, you know what though? Somebody will still would be. Will, will be oh, there'll be something. something. That's it's what still, makes it fun. It's, it's still not. You're still not going to satisfy everybody, even with the video view. <laughs> but at least you know what? At least for high school football in Georgia, we're trying to get it right, and that's what coaches or anybody to any official will say. We go out to try and get it right. Yeah, they do, and they really do, and yeah. they get it right way more times than they don't. Yeah, that's but true. it is nice to have the video review, just like they have the professional. Re- Officials have it. The college officials have it. Yeah. We've got the capability. Let's get it right. Let's get the team that deserved to get that possession or that play or that whatever. Let's get it to them. That's part of what's on the line for the teams tonight. They get to play in games with video review. Uh, It's coming up in another week. 
All right, folks, coming up next, school day's time. We're going to spend some time with Jonathan Dwyer, former standout at Kale High School. We're not going to talk about his days with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're not going to talk about his days over at Georgia Tech. We're going to talk about what this man did at Kale High School. And the school was pretty new back then, too. That's coming up next. You stay with us. School day straight ahead on this Friday night. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the light. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Taking it back. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. It's school days on the High School Scoreboard Show. As Sam and Coach check in with the legend of Georgia high school football. Brought to you by Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Nine floors up in Ikea Studios on this Friday night. Glad you're with us. Sam Chris, along with Chris Parker. And yet we always love this part of the show because... We get a chance to talk with someone who's played the game on Friday nights. They've excelled to a different level, mostly in football, but some in some other sports. Um, But there's no time like the Friday nights. We're not talking about Saturday or Sunday games. No, no, no. no We're talking about Fridays only. We're talking about Friday night games. Who we got this week? Man, we got a guy that loved to play on Friday night. Man, I got wind. This guy was out in Cobb County. I said, I got to go see this dude play. And he was he was as advertised. As advertised. <laughs> he was as advertised the first time I saw him play. So it's great to have him join us now um, for school days. Jonathan Dwyer is sent out at Kale High School, and he's out of game right now. But welcome into the show, Jonathan. Hey, are y'all calling my name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, man. It's pretty wild over here in this game. Long just scored a deep, deep ball, wheel route with a hundred peel before halftime, so folks want kind of bonkers, but uh, nothing, nothing like nothing's like Friday Night Lights here in, uh, in South in, in Georgia, period. So uh, none, nothing's like it. Hey, you, you you're doing a good job sideline reporting for us. We appreciate that. Hey, uh, uh, no problem. <laughs> let, let's talk about your days at Kale, Jonathan. You you had a fantastic career. What what comes to mind when you think about your time playing on Friday night? Uh, family. Um, yeah, my, my fans being there, my friends being there, uh, the community, and just uh, playing with a bunch of kids that I grew up with and, uh, from the pound ball time all the way up to high school. And yep. just kind of put on a show to maybe inspire the next group of kids that come after me. You did that great. And we're talking about a school that was pretty new at the time. Kale was a pretty new school. Can you say that one more time? I said Kale was a pretty new school. It hadn't been open very long by the time you came through. Yeah, yeah. Back then we were pretty new, and you know our biggest thing with our group was trying to put Kale on the map. And that was my goal too, was to you know be the first to you know go to a big school, first to go pro, and all those individual goals. But then also try to do some things that wasn't haven't done in a, with a new program of going to the playoffs at a fast pace and kind of getting our name out there pretty quick. Was there one moment that stood out as? Your favorite moment playing at Kale? 
probably the first playoff win we had against South Tom. And then um, just, uh, you know, anytime we beat a robbery, anytime we beat Sprayberry, anytime we beat Walton, anytime we beat uh, Lasseter, you know, um, games like that. And probably the most memorable game for myself is a uh, 300-yard game I had against Centennial. 300? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're talking with Jonathan Dwyer. Uh, he's he's really not far away from his school tonight. He's over at Walton, watching Walton. They're up twenty-one nothing on on Camden County. Jonathan, you talked about that playoff game in South Cobb. Man, I was at that game. What what, what, what are your memories oh, of that? Really? Yeah, that, I remember that game. It seemed like you guys gonna play all uh, night. <laughs> it, was, it was a you know back and forth game. Nobody was really scoring. You know, we had a big play, and then uh, I put, I punched it in. I think it was before halftime or something like that. We went up seven up, and uh, we kind of just held them off for a while. And, uh, I remember that game because that was my first. Uh, I got I got a, my first offer after that game, so that's that's gonna be memorable for sure. Wow, you got you talk, talk about that getting offers. Thoughts about that now because you you are you know back at your school. What's it like to be back at your school? You know now, uh, you know sharing your knowledge, sharing your your wisdom with the young people who are coming through there today. Uh, this is just my way of you know and God's way of having given me the opportunity to. Get back to these kids, and you know, get, having someone that has been there and done that, and wish something I wish I would have had growing up in high school is having a guy who's you know that I can easily get in contact with, who's you know been there where I'm trying to get to. Yep, yep. Now you played more than one sport. We always talk about about multiple sports. I think you ran track and you played some baseball too, right? Yeah, yeah. I did a little bit of everything and um, have fun doing it. I think. You know, kids should play multiple sports as long as they can because eventually, you know, obviously you got to uh, be specific on a certain sport and specialize in one of them. But, you know, I, I think all of them help each other in some type of way. Uh, baseball helps, you know, from a standpoint of just, you know, being mentally tough because it's a game of failure. And, you know, you get you have to be constantly be mentally cool throughout the game, never be rattled. Obviously track, it helps you with speed and then, Explosion to be an athlete and all different things too. Absolutely, Jonathan. As you're working with high school students now, what advice do you have for the guys that want to be like you? They want to play in the NFL. They want to play in big time football on Saturday. What advice do you have for them? What do you wish you knew when you were their age? I would tell them, man, they got to be different, and not just from a from an athletic standpoint, from a mentality standpoint. They gotta be mentally different. They gotta be mentally tougher than the next person next to them. They gotta be, uh, you know, willing to sacrifice to get what they want. And, and I was told at a young age from my dad, in order to, you know, to exceed extraordinary things, something has to, there has to be some sort of sacrifice. So whether that's time with family, sometimes whether that's time with uh, friends or anything like that, you know, some things. You know, I meant to. I meant to sacrifice so you can be successful. Yeah. Uh, who did you play against? I'm trying to think of some guys who may have been on the other teams. Who, who and you were in, during your high school time? Who, who was it that was on the, uh, some other teams that you had to play against? Uh, Kenny McKinley, okay. uh, Eric Norwood. Um, trying to think of some guys. Uh, uh, those are the names that pop up off my head. Calvin Middleton played at Jackson State. Yep. Uh, um, Bailey Woods played at uh, played at Auburn. Ended up going to Auburn from Walton. 
you know, and I, I can't go off the top of my head, but those are the ones I remember for sure. Yeah. Uh, we always ask guys when they come on, who do they play against? Or who was it that you wanted to play against that maybe you didn't get a chance to? Uh, because kids don't go across state. You guys didn't go across state like these guys do now. You no, know? no, back then that wasn't really the norm. That was, you know, that's that's pretty exotic. Now it's, it's what what most teams do nowadays. And um, so, uh, for me, I think probably the biggest person I probably wanted to play was uh, probably some linebacker that was one of the top in the country that I wanted to go against. <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna go for one of them three hundred yard games. Oh yeah, him, oh Sam. yeah, man. <laughs> oh, I, I remember. I got somebody. Uh, I played against Bruce Miller and Danny Carmichael. Yeah, okay. Woodstock. And, and that was that was a battle, and they got they got me better for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about Friday nights. We talk about school days with Jonathan Dwyer, uh, who accomplished so many things in in, in this sport, uh, the collegiate professional level. We're talking about his high school days and. And there's nothing else quite quite like that uh, as, we go, as we're going up now and as coaching. Um, talk about, are you having fun with coaching? I mean, we talk about things love, that you, you you enjoying it? I love coaching. I, I, I think it's a, a big opportunity to, you know, give back and an opportunity for me in general just to coach these young guys and especially these running backs and try to give them a bigger insight compared to uh, some, some than what I was able to get. Is there a certain coach that you had that you kind of like draw some things from that you that you present? I mean, trying to think of a coach that maybe had the longest lasting impact on you. Maybe something that was said or something that they kind of w- was stressed. Probably Coach Sigler, my high school coach. Um, you know, Coach Sigler gave me the confidence to realize how good I was. Um, you know, I thought I was a good player, but he made me realize how, how I could be a great player. Um, he came up to me. I think it was my going into my junior year, and he told me, Jonathan, you'd be a top ten running back in the country. And you know, it's kind of like, you know, you hear it from your parents and everything and everything like that. But we hear from someone else who, you know, coached at the college level, and you know, a lot of guys make it to that level. Tell me that it just gave me the fire to want to be great, and that's that's where my fire, you know, that's one of the, one of the marks in my life that really started for me uh, of being uh, where I am. I got the question everybody wants to know, Sam, before we get him out here. If he's at the Walton game, that's in Raider Valley. I've yeah. been there many times. Yeah, yeah. And Walton, the Cobb County School, rival school to mm-hmm. Kale, is playing Camden County, South Georgia. So who is Jonathan pulling for in this game? <laughs> don't now, don't don't don't, don't lie to us now. Uh oh, uh oh. Who are you pulling for in this game? Oops. Well, my college roommate, my teammate. Morgan Burnett's the one of the coaches here at Walton. So there you go, I'm gonna man. Go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go my, support my brother, and that's why I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. Great answer. <laughs> we had Morgan on earlier this year, and he's excited about what he's able to share, just like you, to yeah, share with, with young people. And I think that's fantastic. You guys are products of this area. Uh, you know what it means, and you know how much young people look up to people who've accomplished what you've done. But you guys to put yourself squarely in, room, in, the, in the area. Uh, to contribute and share your knowledge and share your wisdom with that, I think is commendable, man. And I have to salute you for doing that and uh, and providing something yeah. that young people need. Thank you. I mean, I, it's just an opportunity to, like I said, it's an opportunity to give back. You know, it's crazy to see how much talent Cobb County has produced yeah. since my time and how much we will continue. And then it's not just Cobb County, but the state of Georgia. You know, I, like I tell everybody all the time, you know, I went up to, I moved up to Pittsburgh and went to a high school game up there. 
I was like, man, they, they can't. They, they don't want to see no team in Georgia uh, down there. So <laughs> it's just like, you know, see this environment, this love, and how much the football is down here, and how important it is, and you know, seeing guys like you know Morgan has his son as a freshman, and you know, I remember when he was born when we were in college, and seeing him grow and all these other kids grow up, and you know, seeing all these other legacy kids, you know, former player kids play. It's exciting. I'm excited for the game. What the future of the game is about. Fantastic. Well, that's yeah, that's Fantastic. awesome, man. Fantastic. Well, Jonathan, we appreciate you taking some time from the game. I think the, I think you guys have reached halftime out there, right? Yeah, we, we're halftime right now. I appreciate man, the opportunity. And, you know, anytime you want me on, man, just hit me up. All right. Thanks so much for the time, folks. Jonathan Dwyer uh, talking about his days out at Kale High School before the days at Georgia Tech. Before the days. Oh, I appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks a lot. You know, but once again, here's a guy that played multiple sports. Uh, ran track. Yeah, that's a theme. Uh, played baseball, and just think right off their campus, you got that big baseball complex and yeah. big East Ball, big East Cobb baseball complex is right off at Kale campus. You know, it's almost like I won't say you have to do it, but if you kind of grow up up in that area, you almost kind of have. They almost make you play baseball uh, because there's so much of what's going on. East out there. Cobb is synonymous, yeah, right, with baseball. Absolutely. Okay, and East Cobb is synonymous with Walton High School too. In yeah, <laughs> and Walton. Is on their way if they have a good second half to playing for the state championship. How do you think? I mean, could, can, what, can you think Camden can come from behind that much well, of a second half team? You know, there's two things that are at odds here that are factually true. One is Jeff Heron, the coach at Camden County, is one of the best coaches ever. Yep. So, yes, they always got a chance. They're down 21 nothing at halftime. Wow. But what else is at odds is. Camden County runs the wing tee. They run it. They're under center. It's a very traditional offense, old school. It is more one of the drawbacks of that. A little harder to come back quickly. Yeah. Right? So, assuming Walton doesn't turn the ball over, assuming they, you know, don't have a, a, just an imploding second half, it's going to be more challenging because of the Camden offense. Yes. What does it say to you about Walton that they're able to watch this and prepare themselves for something that they don't normally see? And you always, always, always talked about attitude. I like to talk about attitude and aptitude and guys who can comprehend and go out and make that happen. In a, in a week's period of time, you're going to face something that you never see. Yeah. Well, it's it, ironically, Jonathan Dwyer paid, played for Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech. Yep. And Georgia Tech's advantage at that time was they ran something that the teams did not see all year, and they only had three days of practice to get ready. But most teams practice three days in a week. Right. So – Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the high school game. So, yeah, you got Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday to get ready for that. It's a challenge. But right now, Walton's so good on defense. I mean, they got this guy that going to South Carolina at one linebacker and one going to North Carolina at yeah. the other one. I mean, <laughs> they're they're <laughs> defying those odds, Sam. And right now they're shutting them out. Yeah. yeah. 21 nothing at halftime. 21 nothing at halftime. I'm looking at some other scores from games. Uh, my goodness, we go to the top of the hour. hope to get some updates from our reporters who added some games. But I'm seeing Douglas County's up 14-0. Does County up big. Coffee, straight from the Golden Corral, 17-0. My friend Joe's brewing. My friend Joey Burton texted me, said it's 17-0. Something is brewing. Something is brewing. In Cartersville. Oh, my goodness. Coffee trying to make the state champion. Wow. Uh, you know, down on the south side, Creekside is on top of Jefferson. They came back. 21-17. Day-Day's there. He'll get us an update. Oh, my goodness. We got this. Cr- and, and you got to come back. <laughs> you got to come back at the top of the hour. We got too much to talk about, and Dom's trying to run us off. There we go. Yeah. So stay with us. Headed for the 9 o'clock hour 
on this semifinal Friday night on the Scoreboard Show here at Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.